Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. Mark chapter 10, look in verse 46. And they came to Jericho, speaking of Jesus, some great things have happened. The rich young ruler just showed up and walked away. He said, I'm going to be your disciple. Hey, we've got a discipleship program beginning on Wednesday. If you can be here, be here. Because, uh, you know, uh, we, I want to help develop and train and, and multiply. Because discipleship is about multiplication. But also it's about us being uh, equipped. And it's only a, really a beginning because discipleship is a lifelong thing. Discipleship is something that we do and we look, continue to learn and to grow in. And we continue to go back and, and keep, keep track of how we're doing what we're doing personally. I'm talking about personal accountability there. And it's something that we have to learn to do. You're going to make mistakes, praise God. But let me just say this. We all learn from those things and we grow from those things. We don't stay stuck where we are. Are you in Mark chapter 10, verse 46? We're talking about getting, uh, we're going to come out of this. The Bible says, and they came to Jericho and he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people. Now, do y'all remember Jericho in the Bible? Now remember Jericho? What's the story of Jericho? Think about it for a moment. In the, in the Old Testament, remember when Joshua went into the promised land, the first city they encountered was a huge, big city. We're talking, you know, Sydney. <laughs> you know what I mean? With a wall around it. Huh? This was the place. And the Bible says they walked around those walls and they fell and the whole city was laid desolate. Well, here it is again. This time apparently it doesn't have that big wall like that. You know, Jesus walks in, and what does it say? He walked out. He walks in to this huge city, and he walks out. Do y'all see that? Why didn't it say, and Jesus walked into this city, and the people saw him, and they came to him, and men blind, you know, people were being healed, and things like that didn't happen, did it? You know, there's another time that the Bible says Jesus, he went into his city and he walked out. And the reason why those things didn't happen is why? Why didn't any miracle take place and any great thing happen? Why? Because the Bible says they didn't honor me. He could do no mighty work there because they didn't honor me. Here he is, he's walking out of the city. Now there's a crowd because I guess everybody didn't want to be seen in the city with everybody else like they were honoring God or something. Are you with me? Huh? So they walk out and there's people. Okay, let's just wait till we get out of everybody because you know, we don't want everybody to see us you know, acting like you know, we, we, we believe or something. Huh? Sometimes we come to church like that. Well, you know, I don't want to stand out in a crowd. But here's, here's, here's because I believe Jesus. So the Bible says he, he goes out and blind Bartimaeus is sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. If you notice here, the Bible says that he sat on the roadside begging a blind man. And apparently he probably, that was his habit. 
A blind man sitting on the roadside begging. You know, I, I, we just recently, uh, a great man of faith who I know and love, who, who uh, his name's Hal Oxley at 104 years old. Some of you know who he is or was. or uh, he, he, great, one of the generals in Victoria, so to speak, in the spirit in Australia. Many years ago, started great work. Uh, people like Kevin Connor come out of his church. Other people that you'd probably recognize, you know, come out of his ministry and other things. Very, very, very powerful man of God. Um, and he came and did one of our first services here in the church because I wanted to honor him. And so I was taught something about that. I think it's so important that we learn honor because before honor comes humility. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Proverbs says. Before honor comes humility. And humility is something that, that is so important. And they're like, well, I'm not very humble. Well, what are you then? Humility is a key, divine key to the kingdom in the laws of blessing and favor and increase. Before honor comes humility. But pride comes before fall. Here we see this blind man who, well, I have to be honest with you, he's just blind. Don't get me wrong, but how Oxley was blind. Did you know that? He built a ministry that touched the world, raised up churches all over the world, built a Christian school, has thousands of people in it. He has planted churches. He he started a denomination. He didn't sit on the roadside begging because he was in a rut because something bad had happened to him. Think about it. He would go for long walks to get exercise by himself because he, he knew the patterns in the road and the street, and he'd walk, and he'd do uh, several, 10 kilometers, I think it was, every day. Even, at a, even in his later years, in his 90s, I knew he was doing it then. And he was walking. And he didn't want any, are you with me? He wasn't prideful. He was, he was in a place of saying, I'm not just going to sit on the side of the road because I got a problem, and I can't do anything because I... That's how we get stuck. That's how we get in a place of a rut. Anybody know what a rut is? I've always heard as a rut is a coffin with the ends kicked out. Why? Because something happened. We see ourselves in such a way that how are we going to get out of this? How are we going to move up beyond this? And we get caught and stuck because something didn't happen. Something didn't go our way because we don't have this or we don't have that because I have this because I have that. Are you hearing me today? And so we sit watching everybody else go by. You know, the church in many ways has a lot of problems like that today. There's there's many churches sitting on the side of the road begging. A lot of people are sitting there today. You might feel in your life there's some place that you've been trying to get out of and you know you need to move on into something else, but something keeps saying, yeah, but remember, you just stay right here because you got this. You know, I want people in the church that's got people that's going through something because that's why you come here because you're going to hear the water of the word that's going to wash you and say, I can 
do all things through Christ who strengthens me because I know I might have this situation. I might be in this predicament. I might have this problem. But you know what? I'm not letting that stop me. I'm not going to sit down, be quiet, and quit because I got something or nothing has happened here or something should be happening here and it didn't happen there. Are you hearing me today? You're going to have to get up and begin to respond to the word. Look at blind Bartimaeus. When he is, the Bible says he saw Jesus, when he heard that it was the word, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many around him told him, said, shut up. Can I say it like that? Many around him said, be quiet. Many around him said, Hold your peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Your response to the word of God shows your hunger for God. Anybody, I'm going to tell you in church, church shouldn't be a quiet place. I have to be honest with you. When we hear the word of God, we should have a response to it. Because you think I'm standing up here giving a talk, but I'm bringing the word of God to you. To me, to my household too. To respond to the word. A lot of people say, be quiet, you're disturbing. You're not disturbing anything. Not when you're responding to the word. You're disturbing when you're responding to some form of uh, pride or selfishness or arrogance. Are you with me? If your response is in the flesh and not in the spirit, yeah, that'll be disturbing. But when your response is toward the word of God, woo! I like what David said in 119, 162. Actually, 161. I like that one too. Psalms 119, 161, put that on there. We're, going, we're also going to look at 162 as well. I'm not going to turn, but I, I, I'm going to let him put it up on the, on the screen. But in Psalms 119, 161 and 162, you'll find how David responded to the word. Anybody know, remember King David? He's the guy that killed the lion and the bear, that killed Goliath, that as a boy was anointed to be king because God looked at him and said, hey, man, I've been watching you. I like the way you respond to me. Psalms 119, 162, 161, sorry. Go ahead and put it on the screen, please. The Bible says that when David responded, he responded to the word. Everywhere you see in the Bible, you'll find out that David would respond to the word of God. The Bible says in 162, he says, I get thrilled. There's 161. He says, princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy word. (laughs) Leave that there. Think about that. You know what that means? Huh? When, when, whenever things aren't going your way and something's coming against you and you feel like you're about to be overwhelmed with cares and worry and, and how's this going to happen? How's that going to happen? And then all of a sudden we're sitting there meditating on all that nonsense. But you forget who's working on your behalf. What is greater, the princes of this world or the word of God in your life? And whom are we trusting to bring it to pass? The princes of this world, those 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 other things that's going on. No, we're going to see God move, change things, even, in, even when you don't do it the best you can, so to speak, even when you have faults and failures and, and other things that maybe you feel like you're limited in certain areas and things aren't going the way it should go for you. What are you relying on to bring you into that place? 
Yeah, you might have princesses. You might have, uh, I don't know, corporate issues. You might have other things going on that's trying to say, you can't, you, you're, you're going to be held back. You're not going to receive that. You can't have that. But who are we going to respond to? Who are we going to believe? The report of the Lord or their report? You say, yeah, but I've had no. But I've got a yes in the spirit, and guess what's going to be greater? Woo! Huh? If God be for us, who can be? Because we get thrilled with this. Look at verse 162. He says, I rejoice at thy word. You see that? He says, I rejoice at that word because it's like somebody who's finding great spoil. You know, the Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. That's what he's talking about. When you begin to put the kingdom of God and the word of God and the Lord before you in all areas in life and in everything, you'll, sometimes you might have the challenges and things that be presented before you that seems to be way overwhelming. But when you get thrilled with the word of God, knowing that the word of God will prevail in every circumstance, in every place, when the doctor tells you, yeah, well, you're going to die. Well, my Bible tells me, glory to God, this sickness is not going to be unto death. Praise the Lord. I will live and not die, and I will declare the good works of God in the land of the living. Come on, when you begin to say, wait a minute, I'm going to get thrilled with the word, because I got a word, and that's greater than your note. How you respond to it shows where you're really going to do it or not. How you respond to it when everybody else is going, that's such good preaching on Sunday morning. <laughs> the guy, when the word was walking, he saw the word and he said, yo, remember this word was made flesh, dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, the only glory begotten of the father. The word is God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were created by him. There was nothing made that was not made by him. And the word is walking. And we hear, how do we respond? David says, wow, I get thrilled with the word. You know what that word thrilled means? You know what the word rejoice means? It means to jump and spin and twirl like a top. That's what the word rejoice means. But that's out of my character. Exactly. Because it's not your word. It's God's word. Are you hearing me? Because yes. Yes. we're not responding to a man. We're responding to God's word. Unto God. But it shows where your honor is. When God gives a word, you show the honor how you respond to it. You can hear it and go, oh yeah, and you walk out of here and forget about it. And never respond to it. No change. We're tenders, not hearers. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless his holy name. Come on. Blind Bartimaeus to get out of the position that he was in because he couldn't see any other thing. And I guarantee you, there was lots of business people that traveled on that road in and out of Jericho. He was always waiting for somebody to give him a handout. This time, finally, he responded properly. Because many times he's probably going, some business guy is probably going, oh, man, I could probably use that guy in something, you know. And, but blind Barnabas, yeah, but I'm blind. Just give me something and go on your way. He never responded properly to get out of the place that he was in. For years he sat there. When he had legs, he had arms. But whatever his condition was, was keeping him where he was because he saw his condition greater than anything. He, he couldn't get out of it. Things that happened in your past, I can't move beyond that. 
I can't trust nobody because of this or because of that. I can't believe, how, how can I believe God? He let me down one time. I wanted something to happen so bad and it didn't happen. They're stuck. They're sitting on the road. The word comes to you and your response is, yeah, but I remember. Same old, same old. Sitting on the side of the road waiting for God to do something and he's saying, my word is passing by you. Will you respond to it? This man finally says, Jesus, word, the word, hey, I receive you. I'm going to get something out of you today. Have mercy on me. I got to get out of the place that I'm in. Have mercy on me. I've got to rise from the place that I'm in. God, have mercy on me. I'm not going to stay stuck in that rut any longer. I'm moving forward. Glory to God. Have mercy on me. You're going to have a lot of church folk around you telling you, quit acting out, quit acting up. You want to know why? Because let me just say this. Have you ever noticed? I have. I've been in doing this thing ever since I was a little kid. I never forget. I saw. I've seen miracles, and everywhere you read in the Bible, if you ever, you, come on, you read the Bible. Read the Bible. You'll find out that Jesus always made a demand on somebody to receive something. Like they, he's always told them to do something that they couldn't do because they were stuck in the rut. Like he tells a lame man that's laying in the bed, "Okay, get up, take up your bed, and walk." He wouldn't even pray for him. He would say, "Oh, are you poor thing? I, I'm so sorry. I, I, you know, are you with me?" He just look at him and say. Okay, you believe I can heal you? Well, if it be thy will, it is my will. Okay, we'll take up your bed and walk. Oh, but you don't understand. You're just going to sit there. I said, you're just going to sit there. I think it's time to get out of the rut. What about you? I think it's time to get unstuck. What about you? I think we need to have an honor towards the word of God and respond properly when it comes to who he is with our life and over us in life. Who is in the driver's seat? Huh? Are you that back seat driver, that side seat driver? Yeah, but God, let's go left. He said, but I know how to get there. Not, yeah, but yep, I don't know why you're taking that route when you could have went this way and you could have went that way and you could have went that. Can't you see that? He said, no, I got this. You're going to respond to my word properly? You're just going to keep on running your mouth fully. Before honor comes humility. You know, I've noticed that people who are generally don't respond usually don't get the miracle. When people respond to the word, when they receive, hear the key of the kingdom of God and they respond to the word, David said, when I hear your word, it's like great spoil because I'm seeking the kingdom of God because I know within the kingdom of God, because I'm in the kingdom of God, comes the blessing, comes the promises of your covenant to me. And, I, and my response to that shows my honor to you because I believe you over how I feel. Remember how David, when he walked into the valley of the shadow of death with Goliath, he said, think about his own testimony. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
Huh? What does he say? Hey, you're going to make me lie down in green pastures by still waters? You're going to restore my soul? Think about that. Where did he get that from? He's responding to the word. What happens? Most people are hiding behind the rock because there's a big giant out there going, but, but, but look, how big that, look how big that giant is. I can't do that. That's way beyond my abilities. I can't do that. Look how big that is. And look at little old me. Who am I but a grasshopper? But God's giving you the land, grasshopper. In her own end. It belongs to you. It's a part of your covenant. God promised it to you in a word. Yeah, but I'm not thrilled with that word because you don't see how big that giant is. I'm going to have to face that giant. And I haven't been meditating on the word day and night. And I haven't been, you know, responding to the word properly. So therefore, I'm not really ready for this battle. I'm going to have to stay in the wilderness for a little while longer. How about 40 years till you die and I'll take somebody else in? Bless the Lord this morning. Amen. Come on, we got to get out of the rut. We got to respond to God as it is in truth, the word of God. Towards us, to us. And we honor him by how we respond. When he says, see, oftentimes we just we think prayer is going to do everything, don't we? Oh, what if I just pray about it? God said, that ain't, that ain't the key that's needed for that door. Have you, how many got more keys than one? I got more keys than one. I, my car key don't open my house door. Huh? My, my house door don't open the church door. Huh? You know what? The church key doesn't open the side key to go into the storage area. And that's, then now that key don't open the lock that goes into that. I got a lot of keys. Did you know there's a lot of keys in the kingdom? And those who seek for that key and then unlock it, receive the promise that you use to unlock that promise with. Keys of the kingdom. Laws of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It's the law of the spirit of life. The law of the spirit of faith. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4.13. You might say, well, I don't have a lot of faith. My Bible tells me we have the same spirit of faith. What is faith? Faith comes to us by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We have the same spirit of faith. David said this. He said, we have in the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believe, therefore I have spoken. And also, and we also believe and therefore we speak. Now let me just say this for a second. Oftentimes the first reaction to what you hear, you need to say. You notice when blind Bartimaeus heard Jesus was walking. He didn't say he saw him. Remember, he's blind. There's a lot of Christians sitting around blind to the promise of God in their life today. A lot of people are sitting around blind to how to enact and, 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 and because not, they haven't been responding to the word properly. They think, well, I don't have to do any of that. You know, God's just God and, and he's going to take care of me and, you know, I'll have to do nothing and all these kind of things like that. And you're sitting on the side going, Waiting for God to give you a hand. Well, what will be, will be. That's how it works with God. If he wants me to have it, he'll give it to me. It might, I might be offending somebody here. I don't know. I'm sorry if I am, but it's not meant to do that. But let the word of God work on you for a little while, okay? You got to get out of your rut. Because that is a rut. And the rut says to you, you're all right just like you are. And if you think anything's going to change by doing the same thing, then that's just insanity. 
If you're going to go places you've never been before and do things that you've never done before and have the things that God says you can have that's in this life because that's what this word of God is for. It's for this life. It reveals about life to come, but it's for this life. How to live it and how to walk in it because you are in the kingdom of God. If we will begin to respond to the word, one of the greatest places that you can begin to respond is say, all right, God, I receive that. That's for me. I'll take it. Glory to God. Come on. Are you with me? we got to re- learn to respond properly to the word of God when we hear it. we got to say, God, I just rejoice at your word. God, I thank you for your word. God, it is greater than all things. You want to know why he, he, he says, hey, I like that guy? I think Because you, you want to know why I say that? Let's just keep reading. They say to him, be quiet. Have, and he shouts out even more, have mercy on me. He heard that Jesus was there. So he's, going to re- he's responding to the word. Look in verse 49. And Jesus stood still. Do you see that? Their stillness, Jesus kept walking. The word's going to pass them by because of their stillness. All of the miracles, all of heaven's provision, everything that they ever had need of, all the answers to all of life's questions is walking right past them, and they're just, just be still. Just be still. He's going to get by. Be all right. Just, just. That's how we respond a lot of time to God. We're waiting for him to go on by because we don't want to change. Or actually, we're actually comfortable in the blind spot. We're so comfortable and complacent. We think, oh, man, this is so, you know, I'm making it. My bills are being paid. All is well. That's all I need. I don't need a whole lot. I don't need anything. I don't really. Whenever your marriage is messed up, huh? Your kids, things in life. Other things are going on. Can we preach today? Can we get unstuck? We got to move out of the place of convenience and the position of compromise and begin to respond to the word and begin to say, whoa, all right, God. I'm getting thrilled with your word. Your word is greater than everything else. By your word, you created all things, and the word is coming to me. I'm going to receive of that because when he heard of Jesus and he cried out, Jesus stood still. The word stood there and said, all right, I'm here. I've seen your response. I've heard your response. You responded to me, and I'm listening. I'm standing still. That's the only thing that stopped him was somebody was willing to respond to the word. Somebody was as willing to respond to what they heard. And he responded to what he heard. And when he did, Jesus stood still. Wow. And commanded him to be, to come here, come on. And they called the blind man and said unto him, be of good comfort, he calleth thee. They're like, all right, all right. You made your show. All right, let's get this, let's get this over with. Come on, up to the, come on up to the front. You know, I know you've been, you know, crying out out here and we're all disturbed by it. And, you know, we're just going to let him walk on by and we go, Woo, look at the word go by. Hey, hey. Are you with me? We did our bit this morning. And, 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 we just, and, and so he, <laughs> come on, how many times though is it like that? Think about it. In our lives, how many times is it like that? Because we didn't respond to the word. And so they bring him forward. Because there's a lot of people sometimes, even, even afterwards, you know, they, they, they say, yeah, but, you know. Come on, we listen to these conversations. And God's saying, all right. And then here's blind Bartimaeus. He's crying out. And instead of going, whoa, the word stood still. Ah! 
I got it. We got to learn something from that guy. But anyhow, so they bring him forward. and said, I'm being good comfort. He's calling you. So they bring him forward. And the Bible says he cast it off his garment. He said, hey, I ain't going to need that no more. Huh? I'm not going to need that no more. I'm done. I'm done being stuck. I'm done being, I'm, I'm done with that place. How about you? Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? <laughs> Come on, are you done? Are you being done stuck in that place? When you know your business ought to be moving forward, when other things ought to be moving forward, when your family ought to be moving forward, when other things ought to be moving forward. You see, a lot of times we think, well, I just quit that. It ain't about being quitting anything. It's about standing in that place in the word of God and begin to declare the word of God and begin to honor God to seek to unlock the things of the kingdom of heaven by the word of God, by the laws that enact those, those, those blessings and those promises. And when we begin to do so, we can stand in the promise, in the rest that God's going to bring it to pass because in whom we have believed we can fully trust because we know God is for us and who can be against us and so here's this man he casts off his garment going all right yeah this is my last day of being stuck glory to God my last day of staying right there I have responded to the word and the word is saying come on go with me walk with me walk by faith and not by sight come on and go with me because I'm going with you I'm never going to leave you or forsake you because the word is with you everywhere that you go because you meditate and in that word because the word of God has been received and you believe upon it and you profess it out of your mouth and you pray about it and you stand in it and you give God the glory even at the time of battle and the trouble that arises and the princes call and say you can't know way it's not going to happen but you're going to say wait a minute there's a turnaround about to happen oh glory to God that might have been a platform or a step for me to get to that other level but glory to God I'm going there with the word and the Bible says that Jesus stood still casting his garment away he came to Jesus and Jesus Andrew said uh, what do you what do you want? <laughs> the blind man said to him, I want to receive my sight. Amen. I went ahead and asked him. Because I heard the word. Mm. I'm regarding the word. I'm responding to the word. Mm. He says, what do you want? I want my sight. What do you believe the will of God is right now for your life? Are you saying something against that? Or are you saying something along with it? Are you seeing it too difficult to come to pass? Or are you seeing that with all things, all things with God are possible? What are you saying today? How do you respond to the word? Well, I've had, but. I know God said, but. Are we going to cast that garment off today? And we'll say, God, I'm going to respond properly to your word. I'm going to unlock the keys that I might enter in. I'm going to walk in your ways and not my own. I'm going to acknowledge you and I'm going to seek your face. I'm going to fulfill. I'm going to have that thing which you said that I can have. I'm going to be what you said I can be. I can do what you said I can do. The blind man said to Jesus, Lord, I might receive my son. Jesus said to him, go that way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Thy faith have made the whole. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. You know, that is so important today that we learn once we have received the word, we respond to it. 
See, the good news is, what, what does the Bible tell us? Faith, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse, what was it, 1 through 3? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, faith is the substance. When you hear the word, you respond to it properly. It gets into your spirit, and the substance begins to, to go in that. And you, you say, oh, I'm going to believe you, God. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't know how. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'm going to believe you. Lord, God, I believe you. I'm hearing your voice. I'm hearing what you're saying in that word. I'm hearing what you're saying today. I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm hearing, God, that, that, that that's going to come to pass. God, I thank you for that. God, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing it. Come on, how many of you are hearing something today in your spirit? Are you hearing something today? You mix it, you, the Bible says you mix it in your heart. You have to mix it in there. I believe it. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to cast off that garment, though. Because you keep your garment on, you're going to sit in your position. You're going to have opportunity to return. You might receive the word with gladness today and say, wow, that's so good. Praise the Lord. And then you go right back to what you were doing because you didn't take off your coat. That coat that kept you there. That place in your life. Well, you say, I can't. I haven't had the kind of direction in my life given to me properly. I can, uh, you know, the Bible says as children that they're like arrows in the hand of a father. You know what that means? You got to point them. And where you point them, that's where they're going to go. Huh? Maybe you never had somebody help point you. I'm trying to help point you. As a pastor, help point you in the right directions with God. Walk with God. Walk by faith. Respond to the word. Honor him by your response. That's how, that's how you love the Lord. You can say it all day with your mouth. But it's, it's not doing anything. Because it comes from the heart. Our heart is turned to him. For who he is. Let's stand on our feet this morning. He is God. Blind Bartimaeus had everything he needed. He could have said, yeah, well, this is me. This is how I am. Accept me. Receive me. This isn't about being accepted in Christ. If today you feel like, well, I've been in sin. I don't know him. I'm far away from him. Jesus is not my Lord. I haven't been serving him like I should. Well, just today, that's, today's your day. He, listen, church is not about having uh, you know, everybody coming all holy and, and everything like they've never sinned. No, that's, the, the church is full of people. I, uh, you know, I, without the washing of the blood of Jesus, my sins are is just like everybody else. But thank God that my sins have been washed away because of what God has done. Amen? And you too. But that's the point. We can't save ourselves. We need a Savior. We need Christ to wash us, to make us righteous before God. Not based upon our works, but based upon His work. Today, if you are in that place, maybe you're watching this online today, and you have not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. It has nothing to do with how you give back to the community. It has everything to do with how you receive Christ into your life. Today, if we'll make him Lord. Today, through his word, we receive the washing of the word of God. And receive salvation. We will be saved. That's what saves us. Not our works, but his alone.
Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.